This is Love Marriage Again with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to embrace their marriage and feel completely in love with their husbands again. If you are a wife looking to create a happier marriage by transforming yourself, you've come to the right place. Here you will be inspired to fully accept your husband, be in control of your own happiness, and create a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of loving your marriage again. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan. I am so happy to be back with you for another podcast episode. Hope you are amazing. I am super excited. I am headed to Cabo for a meeting with my mastermind, and I couldn't be more thrilled. Now, interestingly, I had banned myself from going to Mexico. My stomach doesn't typically do well there, (laughs) but this is a different side of the country. So I am looking forward to not having any issues. It's a different ocean than where I typically go, which is more on the Cancun, Riviera Maya side. So I'm very optimistic that all will be well. I've been taking my probiotics, prebiotics, all the digestive things to get my tummy (laughs) ready for being in another country. It's so interesting. As I think about this trip, I booked my room and had initially booked with a roommate, another really close friend of mine. And When I made the reservation, I realized the price was the same whether you have a roommate or not. It is a all-inclusive place, so I guess they factor that in. So we decided, let's not be roommates, (laughs) and let's have our own individual rooms, which was just a funny story I thought about as I come to you for this podcast episode, which is all about roommate living. And roommates get a bad rap, right? It's one of those things like whenever you hear about a roommate, it's usually a story of something that's not working well. I know I've had a variety of experiences um, living with roommates as an adult So let's talk about it. Let's talk about it in marriage because that's not what you expected. That's not what you were walking down the aisle to, at least not consciously, because here's the thing. You are roommates, right? Like you live in a home together. You share responsibilities. You do your thing in some ways. Your spouse does their thing in certain ways. So you are roommates. It is a part of being married. And as I thought about this idea of roommate living, what I wanted to just preface everything with is that roommate living is more of a mindset rather than an actual circumstance. And the reason that this is true is because when you scan what life looks like for a variety of couples, 
it looks very different. There are some couples that spend a lot of time together doing things together in each other's presence, collaborating, working together, sharing responsibilities together simultaneously, concurrently, right? And then there's some couples that operate more like a tag team, that maybe the time they spend actually in each other's presence isn't that much, that maybe they have small children like we do here, where it's like, hey, I'm going to watch the kids, you go do what you need to do, then you watch the kids, and I'll go do what I need to do. And so I just wanted to offer you that there's so many different ways the amount of time you spend together can look. And in some instances, a couple could spend very little time together and not feel like roommates. And a couple could spend a lot of time together and still feel like roommates because this roommate mentality is a mindset. It is a set of thoughts and beliefs and feelings that you have in your interactions together more so than it is the actual circumstance of what you're doing and how much time you're spending in each other's presence, right? So I felt it was really important to just state that there because plenty of people will complain like we don't spend enough time together. We're feeling like roommates and it's not the time. It's what you're thinking about the time. It's the experience you're having when you have the time, right? So here are a few things that I want to just offer you in terms of what to do and how to navigate this season in your marriage. And the first thing is that it is a season. It is a phase. And for some of you, it might be a very long phase. For others, maybe you're just getting into this space and you're sort of anxious about it. Like, what does this mean? Why are we here? Why is it feeling like the spark has been lost or that we're not connecting the way that we did before? And it's really important that as you approach any solution, that you see it as a temporary situation and not a perpetual problem. I want you to think about how your energy will be different when you see this as just like, oh, we're just in a phase that we're going to work through, we're going to figure out, and we're going to get to a better place versus this is a perpetual problem. We're always going to be stuck here. Nothing's ever going to change, right? There's so much more negative emotion and hopelessness and probably frustration from feeling like you're just stuck and that there's no hope of creating something different. So I want to just offer you, this can be a phase if you decide that it's just going to be a phase that you're not going to stay stuck here, that you're going to keep doing things differently. You're going to keep trying. You're going to keep putting forth the effort to turn the dynamic into something that is much more fulfilling and rewarding for you. So in doing this, though, it's important that you find the good in what exists now, right? When couples say that they live like roommates, it's really from this place of like everything's going horribly wrong. And as I said at the top of this episode, part of being married is being roommates. And so if you can just accept that, like, oh, well, being roommates is actually part of the deal of being married to someone, then you can start looking for how being roommates with your spouse is actually something that is already working, right? You clean 
someone cleans, both of you clean, somehow you've divided that responsibility of living together. There's food to eat and people eat, right? Whether you cook it or someone picks it up and brings it home. That is something that roommates do. Like, hey, what are you eating for dinner? Like, do you want me to pick you up something? I'm going to have this, right? It's all about the perspective you take. This could be something that you decide is actually working well in your relationship. And I want you, as you sort of find what's working in the current status, I want you to also notice if and how it might be better than living alone. I know. What? (laughs) Because so often what I hear people say is like, we're living like roommates. We might as well be separated. Maybe, but if you actually looked at your day and how having your partner in the home actually relieves some of the burden for you or provides a measure of feeling safe, right? I know for me, one of the things I love about living with my husband is just the safety I feel having another adult in the house, literally. And I love that. It's something that I see always in our relationship working, something that I appreciate, something that I'm grateful for. The fact that he can be home sometimes if I need to run to the store, that's working. That's better than if I were living alone and I don't want to take the kids out, especially with everything with COVID. It's like, it's so helpful to have another adult in the house. So if that's where you need to start with things, that's okay. Finding what's working, finding what's good, even if overall the situation isn't as desirable as you'd like it to be, that is a step in the right direction, right? And then from there, once it feels like it's not the worst thing in the world, and you can see what's actually working, then you can build from there. And I suggest that you start with focusing on small daily connection. This can mean just asking, hey, how was your day? What was the best part of your day? Tell me something funny that happened in your day. How are you feeling today? Right? Those questions really can be quite simple. Don't take a lot of effort and put you in a positive space of connecting. But I think what happens a lot of times in marriage, because we have this higher expectation, we want to bypass the simple ways of building goodwill with each other, the simple ways of just being a friend, being someone who cares about another adult. Sometimes that's where you have to start. And so if you're trying to go from zero to a hundred, what if you just go from zero to five every day and then go from five to 10 and 10 to 15? This can be really helpful and build some positive momentum. So I want you to think about what are the opportunities for some small daily connection. It can just start with in the morning saying good morning. Because I know sometimes when you're in a bad space, you're not doing that. You're not saying good morning. You're not saying goodbye. You're not saying hello when you return from work for the day. And so start there. 
The next thing that I really suggest in getting out of this roommate living space is being inviting and welcoming rather than demanding and prescribing, right? So a lot of times people will go into this space of trying to schedule things that you have to do. We need to be doing this. We should be doing this. And there's a time and a place for that. But when you're rebuilding friendship and getting out of the space of operating so independently, you want to just be welcoming and inviting and make it feel like you're falling into spending time together. That is a much less pressure zone. It also creates less disappointment if that expectation isn't met right? Because when you're demanding and prescribing, it feels like you're trying to control the situation. And no one wants to feel that way, right? Nobody wants to feel like they have a mandate, that their marriage is stressful, and that it's got to be a full-time job. Now, it is a full-time job, and you do want to be intentional But there is a wonderful balance of just like being intentional to invite, being intentional of being welcoming, being intentional about being available, right? Because I know that when couples are stuck in this roommate living, that they withdraw from each other and they spend so much more time in their separate corners of the house, whereas you could just be more available. You could just be more in the common areas to create more and more opportunities for you to connect, right? The other thing that I want to offer, because roommate living is a mindset, it is also something where you can generate the experience of being connected even when you're not in each other's presence. This requires intentional effort, but it can actually be a lot of fun. So part of this looks like when you are in each other's presence, being present, giving your spouse your undivided attention, being fully engaged, and really noticing we are connecting, like being conscious of that. And this is sometimes hard because when you feel like you aren't connected, the story running around in your head is, oh my gosh, we're so disconnected. We're not on the same page. We're, you know, living two separate lives. But in those moments that you do actually connect, if you train yourself to intentionally notice, oh, wow, we're actually connecting right now. We're actually together having a conversation, being engaged, being present with each other. That can magnify even those small moments and make them more meaningful and more impactful. When you're not in each other's presence, what you can do is spend time intentionally connecting with your spouse on your own. I love to do this with music. Music is just like the best thing for me. So I always recommend it to my clients and I'm going to recommend it to you here on the podcast as well. What you can do is literally just play a song that puts you in the mood of thinking positively, of thinking loving thoughts, of thinking amazing thoughts about your spouse. And 
you can literally create the experience of feeling connected by doing that, right? You know, when you hear a certain song, it takes you back to those memories. You have the feeling, you feel it, you hear the sounds, maybe even the smells. Just literally music can transport you to an experience. And I want you to be able to use that to your advantage as it relates to your marriage. So put on some love songs, maybe your wedding song, maybe a song that brings back the fondest memories of an amazing time that you guys had together and intentionally create connection in that experience. It will stock up and literally start pouring out when you are in each other's presence. And then the last thing that I want to say is being patient. This is a marathon and not a sprint. And again, that's why having the perspective of this is a season, this is a phase, this is not forever is so valuable because when you know something better is going to happen, you're going to find a way to get out of this. You can be patient. You can experiment with different things and keep trying different things because you know, ultimately it's all going to work out. You're going to feel connected and you're going to get back to where you were. Now I want to offer that if you and your spouse are both interested in addressing how disconnection is a problem in your marriage, I am here to support you. I work with couples and I also work with individuals, but I think on this topic in particular, if you are both recognizing that you don't like living like roommates, working together on this as a couple would be so valuable and so helpful. So I want to invite you to a call with me. I offer a complimentary consultation where all of us will get on a Zoom together. We will talk about what's been happening. We'll talk about what you want. There is no more delightful and fun conversation than to think about what you want for your marriage. And I love doing these calls with couples because they always find that they want the same thing. Nobody wants to feel disconnected from someone else, especially when you're living in the same home. So if we operate from the premise that you both want the same thing, then our work together is just removing the blocks that are preventing you from having the type of connection that you really want. So to schedule your call, you will go to my website. It's drshavon.com, D-R-C-H-A-V as in Victor, O-N-N-E, Com. You will click the button that says work with me and you'll schedule your call and I'll meet you there. We'll talk about how to really move you guys permanently out of the roommate living situation. So for now though, start applying these tools, these strategies, this perspective that I have shared with you here, because it will definitely create the shift that you're looking for to get you the right momentum to see this all the way through. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I will be back with you in the next podcast episode. Bye-bye. Now, if you loved this episode, you will want to download a free resource I created called 13 Beliefs to Hold On To When Marriage Gets Tough. Download it at bit.ly forward slash 13 Marriage Beliefs. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 
13 Marriage Beliefs. And of course, I will be back with you next week. Until then, commit to loving your marriage again.